Welcome to Bayou Garden. I'm Lee Rouse with the LSU Ag Center. Your landscape is there to be enjoyed by you and your family. It's the setting for your home and provides a great space for outdoor activities. Lawn Area offers a wonderful place for kids to play, as well as barbecues, family get-togethers, and parties that take place on decks and patios. If your family includes pets, your landscape will most likely be used by them as well. In some ways, having pets in your landscape is like having young children. Although pets are less likely to get injured or hurt in the landscape than a young child, there are some similar precautions, such as watching out for poisonous plants. Pets can also cause problems in the landscape as well. So there are two major issues, keeping your pet from harming your landscape and keeping your landscape from harming your pet. If you're going to leave your dog outside unattended, make sure your fences are up to the job of keeping him or her in the yard. Avoid large gaps as curious dogs will generally try to work their way through and get out. If you don't want to enclose the yard, consider a fenced dog run. Dogs and cats will use the yard when they relieve themselves, and this can create problems. Larger dog breeds may produce enough urine in one spot to kill the grass. These dead spots will usually fill in with grass eventually, but still look very unsightly. Check with your vet about dietary supplements that may be able to handle this issue. Cats love to use garden beds as their litter box. They are especially attracted to freshly turned dry soil. Never leave a turned bed bare. Bare soil in general should always be avoided. If you aren't ready to plant, cover it with a thick layer of mulch or a tarp or plastic if cats are a problem. Cats seem to be less likely to use beds mulched with pine straw as compared to chop or shredded mulches like bark or cypress mulch. It may sometimes be necessary to discourage a pet from an area. Repellents will help with this but must be reapplied fairly frequently over time to be effective. Fences, whether temporary or permanent, may be necessary to keep a dog from getting into a gardening area, such as your vegetable garden, if they've been doing a lot of damage by digging. Cats generally won't bother decorative ponds or aquatic features in landscapes, although I have seen one or two eyeing a fish here and there, but dogs can be a major nuisance. Some breeds are worse than others about getting into the water. Labs are especially fond of swimming. So if you can, choose breeds that are not so drawn to the water if you're choosing to get a new dog. All of us grow plants in our landscape that could be toxic to dogs or cats. The good news is, despite the abundance and availability of these plants to pets, incidences of poisonings are not especially common. The plants involved were most likely indoor plants, not outdoor plants. The SPCA has an excellent list of plants poisonous to cats and dogs on their website. Azaleas, for instance, can be fatally toxic to dogs and people, too. As they bloom this spring, look around at how many azaleas are in people's yards. Obviously, dogs don't typically eat azaleas and get poisoned by these landscape plants. Although I was made aware of an incident involving a puppy left alone inside a house all day with a potted azalea that did result in death. There is one plant, however, that dog owners should be very aware of, the cycad we call sago palms. There are male sago palms and female sago palms. It is the females that present the most dangerous situation as they produce the seed. The seeds are covered with a fleshy red coat that dogs must find good because they will eat them. Although all parts of the sago palm are toxic, the seeds are highly toxic to dogs, and I've heard from numerous people about the fatalities of their pet. Seeds from female sagos should be gathered up and disposed of immediately upon production. Pets and gardens don't always get along, but since we love them both, we just have to make sure that they coexist the best that we possibly can. This is Bayou Garden. I'm Lee Rouse. Join us next week this time for more on your garden. In the meantime, check out previous podcasts of the show available at WRKF.org.